Next up here on Culture 101, um, we're going to be talking ambient music with George Johnston. Keep those um, messages coming in about your uh, favourite ambient music or experiences with it. Uh, you can text us on 2101 or uh, go to culture101 at rnz.co.nz on your email machine. So to get us all in the mood, here is the opening track from George's new album. It's called uh, The album's called Music for Grieving uh, and the track is called Let... So we suggest you breathe deeply and relax. Ambient musician George Johnson's fourth album, Music for Grieving, was inspired by seeing the impact creating space for people to reflect deeply can have, while he was also dealing with a bit of grieving of his own. Formerly producing music under the moniker of uh, Mantle, he's previously described his work as oral ketamine, and past albums have been accompanied by even having guided mindful listening sessions. It's all connected up with the other part of George's career. He's worked for many years teaching mindfulness in schools, and he also does mental health first aid sessions across Aotearoa with the organisation Co-Liberate, and he joins me now. Kia ora, George. Kia ora, Mark. What a delight to be here. It's lovely to have you here, um, and lovely to hear your music keeping us cool and calm on a Sunday. <laughs> now, I want to start with, this is a 101, Culture 101, so let's start with the 101 course. What is ambient music? What is ambient music? I mean... Is all music ambient music uh, yeah. these days? I think there's there's a lineage that you can trace to furniture music, like Eric Satie. What's furniture music? Well, just it? just music that's made to sort of be in a room, like a like a chase lounge or like a like a <laughs> chair. Right? When when was that? Uh, gosh, when was Satie? Maybe late eighteen hundreds. Wow. I, okay. There's, we're testing the limits of my sonic art. But Brian Eno is what a little, even one of our uh, text, sure. texters comes in with. Um, uh, what was it? Nineteen seventy eight. Ambient one music for airports coined the term. Yeah, I mean, and, and in some sense, music for grieving is is a little bit of a nod to music for airports, right? There's like, oh yeah, he's making music for liminal spaces where you're trying not to contemplate falling out of the air, and I'm making music 
for for a, a different purpose. Well, I mean, getting back to definitions, it, it, it seems to be, to me, it's music that often doesn't have a melody or a rhythm, but is more focused on an atmosphere and uh, literally an ambience. Atmosphere. I think um, people have talked about it as music that is ignorable. Right, music that doesn't necessarily occupy a great deal of space. It can kind of be there. You, you, you know, spoke to the the description of oral ketamine, which I appreciate. I've called it um, musical wallpaper in the past. It's what if there's like nothing, you know, like the mental stuff, the old material of mine. It's pretty much just tone clouds to kind of hover around. You know? Yeah. Well, okay. Oral ketamine. What does? What do you mean? Tell me. Tell me. What is ketamine for people who don't know? What, what, what do you mean by that? Uh, it seems to be a substance that's showing a great amount of promise in therapeutic contexts and therapeutic modalities. Uh, you could think of it as a psychedelic experience with a safety belt on. It's kind of a very gentle and soft way to, I don't know, begin to soften some of the knots that we might have spent our lives tying or the knots that we've grown into or been, you know, head thrust into our hands upon arrival. <laughs> but listening to that track that we've just heard, the you know the opening, it's the opening track mm. off your off your new album, mm. "Music for Grieving." It's what what strikes me is it's not all calm in there. There's all sorts of little glitchy sounds mm. coming in. I mean, what are they for? What are you trying to do there? Grief's not a clear, calm, uncomplicated experience, right? Grief, like we're talking about a cluster of all sorts of different emotions. We can invoke the stages of grief and acknowledge bargaining and uh, anger and denial and acceptance and stuff. It's not a, it's not just like feel calm. Oh, great. You know, like when was the last time you forced yourself to feel calm anyway? It's like now I'm going to feel calm right now. So do you have a sense, you know, you mentioned that there's been guided mindful listening sessions with your albums before. I mean, do you kind of like, is there a sense that you almost want to say, this is a great place for you to listen to my album. This is the condition this is for, you know, to be even more instructive. Or is that overbearing? No, I, I think overbearing is an interesting word. I think there might be like some some latent control issues that, <laughs> that, I, that I could look at a little bit more. But I think there's something about like curating context a little bit. The word that has been coming up for me around this album a lot as well is just intention. I could have very easily called it music for joy, and it's a, and suddenly it's a very different experience. But I'm really, for the way that I was engaging with the material was sort of, uh, there, were, there were echoes of the grieving process and even the material that I was using as well as just making sense of significant losses in my life yeah. as I was making this. And it's very much a kind of signal to like, hey, you're allowed to make a bit of space for this. Sit with the theme. It's 25 minutes of music, you know. So music for grieving, mm. this was a, in creating the music was uh, also a mindful, you know, is also a process for you of dealing with, you, you were dealing with some grief of your own. For sure. Yeah. Uh, even the, the meta reflection of the way that I had grieved or hadn't grieved in the past and how much there were parts of myself or experiences or uh, attitudes that I was sort of blocking myself off from unintentionally just for not having not made space in the past to grieve for things that had been lost. I mean, the, the automatic thing that I think, yes, people would reach for is that you've you've had a had loss, like someone has died that you're close to in your life recently. Is, or is it grieving? But it's the way you're talking about it, it sounds like it's grie grieving in all sorts of other ways. Sure. I think grief is connected to loss. Maybe it's connected to change that we're not yet ready for or that we weren't anticipating. Uh, 
consider all of the things that we can lose, right? The, mm. At the end of it, like we're, we're not carrying any of this with us beyond whatever that is. Mm. How do you make this music? I mean, you know, we uh, think of, um, again, I'm going back to the 101 kind of questions sure. because we think of a piano and a guitar still often yeah, when we think yeah. about music. Yeah. Uh, the the laptop is the musical instrument. Yes. Uh, but that's, there's kind of all sorts of halls of mirrors that I create in that space to refract guitars and samples and noise through. Here's a challenge for you, I guess. Is gotcha. I, I can hear that some people might out there kind of go, well, look, if there isn't much of a tune or a beat, you know, is it that hard to make? Maybe this isn't as fine, mm. fine an art as other music making. Maybe it's yeah. actually anyone can make this. I don't disagree with that. <laughs> or, or why not just head down to your local river, you know, sure. or listen to the wind? That sounds like a beautiful option. <laughs> <laughs> but this is what you enjoy making. I mean, you're as a musician, I, why did you gravitate to this? Yeah, it's it's I like it, hmm. less. I don't know that I hmm. Do I enjoy making it? I think there must be something in me that is that is called to making it. I think there's there's just like the 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 material that this album is based off. I sort of made pieces of music two or three years ago as a way of just processing and kind of letting go of the the stories that people were sharing with me as a way of coming back to myself, as a way of just like letting myself feel deeply like far out. This person shared this thing for the first time or they spoke to this loss or this experience, really heavy, you know, tomaha sharing. And what recording those pieces coming back to them and sort of refracting them around a little bit as well this what is this this seems connected to grief in some way as well and revisiting things that you know or you've experienced or you've looked or listened or played with and just sort of rearranging them i've kind of taken samples of my own making and then applied kind of almost tape collage approaches just cutting splicing right. reversing very basic manipulations mm. Mm. um well I'd like to um, hear a little bit about your mindfulness work. I think you've been working with an organisation called Pause, Breathe, Smile, which is such a nice title, isn't it? Pause, a nice reminder. Breathe, Smile, um, for, for actually quite a few years now with, with uh, children in schools. Is mm, that right? That's right. So I trained with the Trust uh, in 2016 and have gone into schools throughout the Wellington region and shared the eight-week curriculum with young ones. I've been in Newtown School and Brooklyn School and Clyde Key School, Kyotofano, uh, since 20, it must be 2020, uh, the trust partnered with Southern Cross Insurance, meaning that schools across the country get access to the program for free. So since then, I've been going into schools, doing professional development workshops, like teacher-only days, training teachers so that they can teach this or share this with their young ones in a more sustainable way. Um is there more of a need for it now? I mean, is it just a more anxious environment for, for, for young people, do you think? I mean... I mean, you know, we didn't need... Did we not need this before? What's the, the turn of phrase that comes to my mind is that we've got paleolithic emotions, medieval institutions, and <laughs> godlike technology. <laughs> the world has changed so much, and yes. our nervous system is still the same as it was when we were blowing dust against our hand on a cave wall. You know, so yeah, life has got busier, right? Uh, the digital space has got busier. So coming back to the music, there is, in a sense, it feels to me there is more room for ambient music than ever before. Mm, mm. Um, well, just you, a bit of intentional, like finding 
yeah, making a bit of space for yourself, eh? Um, do you use your music in your sessions with the children? Um, not in the sessions with the young ones. We point towards a mindful listening as part of that curriculum, which is more a kind of John Cage sort of approach, right? Like we can just go and listen to the stream. There's always a symphony that's going on around us if we've got the presence to pay attention and listen, right? If, if silence is musical, then anything that follows can be music as well. What about your work with Collaborate? So this is an organisation that do lots of mental health yeah. first aid work mm. with corporate, you, you go into corporations all and organise all sorts yeah. of businesses. Local government, yeah. Um, you know, do do they get? Are they lying down on the floor, closing their eyes, <laughs> tuning no, out some Brian Eno? I mean, there's very little. Uh, there's very little sort of meditation or mindfulness that's going on. There's 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 presence, right? We're we're more encouraging kind of active listening. Uh, those workshops really emphasise communication skills. How do we how do we communicate to somebody that they're heard? How do we actually hear somebody? Right? Just uh, perhaps a right. different way of listening. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, George, thanks for coming in. I guess there's no chance you're going out on the road with this album. Uh, it's no, not like I a did. live touring kind of experience I, where everyone look, lies I, on the floor and <laughs> in, in the venue. There's, there's <laughs> space for that if my uh, if my my you know funding application game steps up. Uh, I did a, a little <laughs> listening session and a facilitated conversation about grief at the Pyramid Club. Very very big thanks to them and, and the support that that's they, in Pornicky here. They offer yeah. Um, no, I'm I'm really excited to put myself in some riskier musical situations and do things mm. that frighten me a little bit more. So I love because I mean you've clearly got these great facilitation skills to be able to actually put this into into play in a live environment. Sounds quite exciting. Yeah. Yes, well, well, thanks, George. The album "Music for Grieving" uh, people can see it on Bandcamp. Um, big shout out to Bandcamp in this age of Spotify. There's still somewhere where you, <laughs> as an artist, get to control your own music to a degree, right? Yes. Um, so music for grieving George Johnston is the one to look for now we're going to hear the second track of the album um, which is called B thanks for joining us
That's the sound of B by George Johnston from his Ambient Music album uh, that's just come out, Music for Grieving, that you can, there's a link to on our web story here on Culture 101.